we um, came to a stoplight and I really just felt like the Lord said, tell Dobbs you love him. And at that moment, I was kind of like, I mean, okay, <laughs> I could do that, God. So I just reached back and was able to just rub Dobbs' little foot and I looked at him and I said, I love you, buddy. And then the next thing I know is when we were hit. Hadley would never see her son Dobbs alive again. But that wasn't the end of the tragedy. The traffic accident also took the life of Hadley and Gentry Edding's other child, their son, Reed. I think that God has to have a greater purpose for letting us walk through this and that he would be willing to say, I'm going to allow this evil to come to them, knowing that there's a greater purpose that I'm working and a greater story that I'm telling. There's a development in their story that you don't want to miss. Gentry and Hadley Eddings are our guests on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. You're also going to hear from Billy Graham. There's some of you that have just stood at the grave of a loved one and seen the loved one taken away. But life doesn't end at the grave when Jesus Christ is at the center of your story. Learn more at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. The day that I met her for the first time, we were being set up and I went to her church. She went to church with my sister and they were good friends. Now, neither Gentry nor Hadley knew they were being set up by Gentry's family. And that day in church, as Hadley shared the story of her faith, Gentry realized it sounded a lot like his own. Yeah, they both gave their hearts to Jesus as young children, wandered from their faith as teens, and then got serious about their faith in college. I was going, she's beautiful, and she loves Jesus, and her testimony is the same as mine. i like, I think I need to get to know this girl. That was in 2007. Gentry and Hadley got married about two years later on May 23rd, 2009. You know, May 23rd kind of plays a big role in our story. That's the same day that the accident ended up happening. The accident happened on May 23rd, 2015. Gentry was a worship pastor in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hadley was a teacher at the church's preschool. Their son, Dobbs, was two years old, and Hadley was about eight months pregnant with their second child, a boy named Reed. The whole family had been at the beach for Gentry's sister's wedding. Gentry was performing the ceremony, Hadley was a bridesmaid, and she was helping to decorate the house. Even little Dobbs was going to be in the wedding. So, not surprisingly, tensions were running a little high as the three of them were getting ready. We were kind of getting a little testy with each other, and Dobbs just kind of out of nowhere said, Be still and know that I am God, Psalm 4610. So, we had taught him that verse months before, and, you know, would kind of like, bribe him with candy and stuff to say it. And he had little hand motions and it was super cute and, you know, it was more for attention. And that was the first time he had said it just kind of on his own. So that kind of put us in our place. Like, okay, calm down. Everything's going to be okay. You know, be still and know that God is in control and we're going to be ready in time for the wedding. So, you know, at that moment, we obviously didn't know that was going to carry us through a lot of grief. Before that grief, though, the wedding was beautiful. The weather was perfect and Gentry and Hadley experienced God's presence in a very special way. And I remember the whole day going, this this is my sister's wedding, but there's it's almost more than that. I can just feel closer to God, almost like heaven is touching earth in a really tangible way. I knew something was special. I just didn't understand why. And, you know, that was the last day we were going to spend together. He will be safe 
The next morning, the Eddings packed up and headed for home. We were in a big caravan with uh, several cars from my parents and my sisters, and uh, Hadley and I were in separate cars because she came up to the beach later. And we got out the door. We hadn't eat, eaten breakfast, and it was probably about 11.30. And so we got some lunch, and shortly after that, got back on the road. And, you know, you're just in kind of driving home mode. Yeah, and just shortly after that, I mean, maybe a mile down the road, if that, we came to a stoplight, and I really just felt like the Lord said, tell Dobbs you love him. And at that moment, I was kind of like, I mean, okay, <laughs> I can do that, God. So I just reached back and was able to just rub Dobbs' little foot, and I looked at him, and I said, I love you, buddy. And then the next thing I know is when we were hit. They were hit by a box truck, which also hit her in-laws' car and Gentry's car. We were just coming to a stop at a stoplight, and we were in the right lane on Highway 17. And I just remember looking in my rear view mirror and seeing a giant truck barreling down on me. And in split seconds, uh, I was hit and I was really hopeful as my car was moving and rolling over. I was hopeful, you know, okay, maybe it was just me and my family's going to be okay. When his car came to a stop, Gentry immediately heard sirens because there happened to be a fire truck at a nearby gas station. Some of the firemen, as well as Hadley, came over to Gentry. I was like, how's Dobbs? And they said, um, we're working on getting to him. We, we, we can't get the door open right now, so we're going to see what we can do. But we need you guys to go to the hospital right now because we need to take care of your wife who's pregnant. So they put both of us in an ambulance. And so we prayed and we sang some hymns like It Is Well and just saying our way to the hospital, trying to stay prayerful and hopeful. They were separated at the hospital. One set of doctors began tending to Hadley's pregnancy, and another team checked out Gentry's injuries. The next thing that I um, remember is that my dad came in the room with my mom, and he said, I'm so sorry, but your son Dobbs is in the arms of Jesus right now. And I just remember losing it and just weeping, and my family, my sisters were there, and we all grieved together. Gentry then got the news that his son, Reed, had been delivered by C-section and that Hadley was about to wake up. But she didn't know yet about Dobbs. I kind of got myself together and went and saw Reed, and I remember he grabbed my finger, or I, you know, put my little my finger in his hand and said, hey, buddy. And he looked over at me and I got to see him. And obviously I'm just full of emotion because I've just found out about Dobbs. And the thing that is, is it was terrible news about Dobbs, but the thing that we are thankful for is that he died instantly. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, knowing that our child didn't suffer is right. a great encouragement. And so we, we know that he went instantly to be with Jesus. But I checked out Reed, and he seemed like he was doing all right. And then I needed to go be with Hadley and shared with her as she was waking up, um, just kind of followed suit with my dad and said, you know, I'm so sorry, but Dobbs is with Jesus. And uh, we just grieved together. To grieve that loss is just beyond words. But at the same time, we did have faith in that moment. Mm -hmm. And we were surrounded by people who are praying for us, the nurses and family who were laying hands on us and just praying for us as we were grieving. And we we continued forward just prayerful and trusting God and, and trying to grieve but look to Him. 
As the family was grieving the loss of Dobbs, baby Reed's condition was worsening. He had bleeding on the brain, and Gentry and Hadley got word that he would need to be flown to another hospital. When we get there, they're like, well, he's kind of stabilized a little bit. So a little bit of a little more hope that we have now, like, okay, well, what does this mean? So we did a lot of back and forth, you know, questioning like, well, I mean, Will he be able to live? What will his quality of life be? Will he be able to live off of these machines? And after many hours and lots of um, testing and decisions from the doctors, a lady came in to do kind of like a, just to kind of give him a once over to see like if she thought he had any brain activity. And she just looked at me and she said, I'm so sorry. But in those moments, right before she had come in the room, I had a moment with Reed by myself and I was just praying. And I said, Lord, I need you to make this decision for me. I can't, I can't do it. And then she came in and just said, I don't, I'm sorry, but he's not going to make it. When my heart is torn asunder And my world just falls apart Lord, you me back together and lift me up to where you are. Gentry and Hadley spent the first few days out of the hospital at her parents' home, but they didn't want to put off what they knew they had to face eventually, going home to their own house without their boys. God gave us a lot of peace during that time, but it wasn't easy. One of the things we, we did together was we would read scripture in the morning and at night together. Before I went to bed. And try to let the truth of Scripture kind of keep our hearts and minds guided during that time. I think that was really helpful. Throughout their tremendous grief, Gentry and Hadley have never taken their eyes off of Jesus. They've wept, they've questioned, they've gotten angry at the devil. Hadley has just laid down in Dobbs' room in pain, but they've never stopped trusting God. How can I deny his goodness? I mean, yeah, my life has had some really hard stuff go on, but how can I deny how good he is? Jesus also suffered, you know, and it says in the Bible that we're going to have a hard time. You know, it's not going to be easy. It wasn't easy for God. It wasn't easy for Jesus, you know, and I think something that comforts me so much is just knowing that God feels my pain. It's not like he is a distant God. He is close to me. You know, he's close to the brokenhearted. He he also gave up his son, you know, so he knows my pain better than anyone. And God's use of other believers in Gentry and Hadley's journey cannot be overstated. I really do believe that just the people that God put around us and the amount of prayer that was going up for us had a huge impact on just the way that we were able to get through each day. Not only has Gentry and Hadley's faith been God-honoring, so has their forgiveness of the truck driver who hit them. We decided fairly early on to forgive him. I remember being in the hospital and asking about him. I couldn't imagine if it had been me to run into a family and kill their children. You know, how like great of a weight that must be and how horrible you must feel. The accident happened in May of 2015. In November of 2016, Gentry and Hadley found out that she was pregnant. I don't know if the Lord just gave me a little bit of intuition or what, but I just kind of had this feeling. I'm like, I think it's going to be twins. 
So was her feeling right? Well, she found out about a month later when they went for an ultrasound. We get in there and she puts the, you know, the little thing on my stomach so that we can see. And I remember looking at the screen and I, in my mind, said to myself, don't be disappointed if there's not two. So I stopped looking at the screen and I said, I'm just going to look at her. And so I looked at her and she made a face and she said, it's twins. (laughs) And I just burst into tears and laughter. So I immediately said, you know, I was sobbing and I'm like, we we lost two little boys. And she goes, I know. So obviously we were so excited. And even our doctor was like, I've never met a couple that was so calm about finding out they're having twins. And we're like, we are, you know, so much has been lost. This is like restoration at its finest. They learned the next part of God's restoration story when they went for another ultrasound a couple of months later. We went and found out they were boys. So, you know, we would have been absolutely joyous and happy with girls, but just something about them being boys just feels like, I mean, isn't that like God? (laughs) You know, just to, not just to give us another child, to give us two and to give us boys, you know, exactly what we've lost. Over our hopes, over our fear, God, you are over all. Hadley is scheduled to deliver the boys in early July. The story of Gentry and Hadley Eddings and their four children is a powerful reminder of the sorrow and joy that fills this life. It's also a powerful reminder of God's faithfulness and the peace that comes from having a relationship with His Son, Jesus Christ. Would you like to begin a relationship with Jesus or maybe get more serious about the one you already have with Him? We can help. Go to this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Tragedies like uh, the one Gentry and Hadley have experienced can put a tremendous strain on a marriage. We asked Hadley about that. And you'll hear her answer in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. There's some of you that have just stood at the grave of a loved one and seen the loved one taken away. Billy Graham. God cares. He loves you today and he cares for you. Whatever your distress, whatever your trouble, Jesus Christ said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. We have the comfort of His forgiveness. I tell you that God will forgive every sin of your life and make you as guileless as a little child because Christ died on the cross. Listen to this. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Life may be tough at times, and these are times that test our souls, but our reward is Christ is with us. Do you have Him? Is He your very own Savior? He can be today. Then you can claim the promises of comfort which He has given to those that trust Him. These promises are only for those who have come in repentance of sin and received Him as Savior. You can claim them today if you're willing to come to the cross. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. 
Franklin Graham is on the road. That point is not surprising. Specifically, what's called him out to the road now is the Decision America Tennessee Tour. It's in full swing. Franklin's holding one-day rallies in four Tennessee cities. And while he's out, he's sharing the message of Jesus and praying with believers for families, churches, neighborhoods, and those who don't know the Lord. You can learn more at DecisionTennessee.com. That's DecisionTennessee.com. Our guests on this episode of GPS, Gentry and Hadley Eddings, have grown much closer to God and to each other through the loss of their two sons. But Hadley knew that tragedies of this magnitude can be hard on a marriage. One of the very first things that I prayed to God after we had found out and I was in the hospital was, Lord, draw me closer to my husband. Don't let this tear us apart. Because, you know, I had just heard, like, things like this can just rip a marriage to, to pieces. So that was my one, one of my very first prayers was, God, let, let's bind Gentry and I closer together and not, yeah. not pull us apart. And, I mean, he answered that prayer majorly, yeah. What a blessing it has been to spend some time with this young husband and wife who are committed to loving and serving Jesus Christ no matter what happens. They have proven that. We thank them and we thank you too for listening. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. We also want to thank Phil Wickham for the use of some of his music in this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. You will be safe in his arms. You will be safe in his arms. The hell